Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little pupusas. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. Hello, Gary. What up? Hello, Matt, and thank you for that carb. You're very welcome. Hello there. It's weird. It doesn't sound like a carb. It sounds like... Actually, what my brain thought of was a chair, like those Papasan chairs. No, it's like a delicious meat-stuffed pastry thing. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's nothing like what I thought it was. No, but it's delicious. It probably has lots of carbs in it. It probably does. Yeah. It sounds like a cutesy nickname. It Mm -hmm. does. Well, that's why it's a great opener. In the last minute, I almost switched to flautas or pumpkin (laughs) seeds, but then I didn't want to do that to you, Matt, because I thought you might feel like I had thrown your carb under the bus. Yeah, I would have just sat here stone-faced like, how dare you. Hello, Chris. Allison, my pupusa. (laughs) (laughs) And hello, Kaylin. Hello. (laughs) You sounded a little bit... Really going to have to work on that one. No, I liked it. It was the most... um... Trying to change it up. (laughs) But it was kind of like Muppety. It was. It reminded me of uh, Shaun of the Dead. How that's how he always greets his girlfriend whenever she calls him. He goes, "Hello," like very like trying to be sweet. You know what else is sweet? Papooses. Uh uh. I don't think they're sweet. (laughs) But Sherry's berries are, and Mother's Day is coming up. And I recommend, well, I recommend a number of things. One of those things is something I personally love, Sherry's Berries. These are giant, juicy, delicious, chocolate-dipped strawberries. There's white chocolate with swizzle, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, nuts, chips, all sorts of things. Basically, gigantic, delicious berry, delicious chocolate, delicious things on that chocolate. And they have even more than just chocolate-covered strawberries. They have all sorts of delicious things. And I've tried a number of them now at this point um, because I have been pretty much in love with Sherry's Berries for years. Uh, And you're probably thinking, crap, Mother's Day is coming up and it's really soon. What can I get my mom? Well, how about some berries? Uh, You can get Sherry's Berries for just $19.99, which is over a 40% saving or you can double the berries for just $10 more. Click on the mic in the upper right corner and use my code BESTFRIEND at the website berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Again, click on the microphone in the top right corner. Type in best friend, um, And then they'll be like, oh, look. Look at all these people buying berries from us. We love Allison Rosen. Uh, so, again, use my code BESTFRIEND. And... 
Uh, if you do end up getting the Sherry's Berries, let us know what your mom thinks of them. Or you don't have to just get them for your mom. Get them for yourself. Send us a photo. Let us know. Tweet that to me at Allison Rosen. Um, and so this deal expires Friday at midnight, so make sure you order now. Okay. I'm just going to interrupt the show to say that Kevin Nealon is walking <laughs> in. What's up, Kevin Nealon? I forgot my... Uh... My notes. I don't know if they're still around or from the previous. Podcast. Are they in your back pocket, Neelan? Yeah, I saw you. I s- oh, on are the floor. Are back- they in your back pocket, Kevin Neelan? That's what Gary wants to know. Oh, they and are. They are. <laughs> That's okay. Bye. Thanks for being. I wish the mic had picked that up. You just said that you'd like to be a guest. Oh, it did. Okay, good. That's perfect. You have to do it now. You have to do it. Okay. Bye. See ya. Um. Amusingly, he just walked in with a miniature, but not that small, legal pad tucked into his back pocket. (laughs) When Gary said, are they in your back pocket, I assumed that perhaps he just saw a piece of paper poking out. And then when Kevin flipped around, I'm like, no, there's a whole pad stuffed back there. He's got a lack of butt awareness. I feel like Kevin Nealon just (laughs) experienced a personal JMO. Like, have it's like a JMO. Have you ever walked into the room looking for something only to realize it's in your back pocket? That's true. Speaking of pockets, uh, for the guys here, because uh, as a guy, we don't have purses, or at least I don't, mm-hmm. and we have to utilize all. I think I utilize all four of my pockets. I go left cell phone, right keys, back right wallet. I use actually. I, I guess one's empty. My back left is empty, although I used to keep my cell phone there. I'm 100% with you on this. My back left pocket only gets used for like concert tickets or some sort of printed ticket. I will store that. Yeah, utility pocket. Nice. My back right is doggy bags. And Even right now? Let's see. Yes. Oh, yeah. She pulled pulled out doggy bags. But sometimes Oliver likes to take sort of a um, perforated poo, if you will. So it's like he breaks up into more than one. Little little sesh. Yeah, exactly. In one sesh, though. Um, very rarely does he do this. But I don't want to be caught, you know, with only one bag, needing more than one bag. So sometimes yeah. the bags will just stay in my jeans, and then I will end up, like, walking around with four bags back there. And the other day, I, re- I, I reached back there, and I'm like, there's a wad, like a big old asymmetrical blobby <laughs> wad in my back pocket. And I've been walking around with that. I must look like I have a really lumpy, weird, asymmetrical butt. <laughs> Did I look like that, you guys? I never noticed. That looks good. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and then my left one, sometimes when I'm walking the dog, I'll put my cell phone back there. Left back not, pocket? Yeah, but not often. Very dangerous. Because I don't carry a purse. It's not that dangerous. When I'm I used to, dog walking. I used to go back left pocket with my cell phone. I know you're thinking you're going to sit on it and you're going to break it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, no, I, I sit on it all the time and it, it doesn't break. Uh, the only reason I don't keep it back there now is because my jeans wear out there, so like a little a hole, it wears a hole into my back pocket. Hmm. So yeah, it's for my jeans, not for my phone. You're right though, because girls, you just never have to deal with that because you mm-hmm. guys have purses and stuff. Right. I put my phone in my back left pocket a lot. Really? Interestingly, mm-hmm. we both go back left. Yeah. Why back left over back right? Well, for me, I'm left-handed. Oh. So that's that makes my. Sense dominant hand i don't know why i do it <laughs> i'm also wallet. left i keep it in the left front pocket most of the time no wait that's my key pocket never mind scintillating pocket yep. talk pocket talk <laughs> kaylin um what's going on with your pockets left and right doesn't really matter to me i usually do phone and wallet in the front and keys in the back 
What? Yeah, Whoa. You sit on your keys? Yikes. No, I normally take them out when I sit down. <laughs> but don't you lose them? No. Where do you put them when you sit down? In front of me. Oh, you know what some people do is they, they put the like the carabiner key clips on their belt yes. loop. And then they'll put the keys in their pocket that way, too. I see that. Well, see, I have like a lanyard on mine, right? So the lanyard kind of hangs out when I need my keys. I just grab, just reach, grab the lanyard, pull it out. Your keys are to keychains as George Costanza's wallet and sometimes my wallet is to a regular wallet. In that there's a shitload of keys on there. Do you use yeah. all of those? Oh, yeah, definitely. To what? <laughs> uh, well, I got my dad's house keys. I got my best friend's house keys. I got the keys to the studio and my apartment keys. Whoa. And my car. All right. Gary, weigh in on this not that exciting topic, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't put anything in my back pockets anymore, really. And a uh, cell phone goes in one pocket and everything else in the rest. All right. Awesome. There I it's you back have your it. Back to put, like, a, like for guys to have wallets in their pocket. Or their How back heavy pocket. is your wallet? Uh, you mean because you, of the way you sit? Well, Gary or? doesn't have a wallet. He uses a money clip. Matt's wallet is is really thick, I think. it's like a, Yeah, pretty thick. But I usually sit. I take ass. it out. Yeah. I don't Matt's usually wallet, sit on it, though. Matt's wallet is a chode. It's like wider than it is long. <laughs> okay. Is that the definition of chode? Isn't it? I have no idea. A chode is a yeah. wiener that is wider than it is long. Yeah, that's I don't, correct. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I just think of it as a wiener, and I guess I would think of it as sort of stubby and girthy, but I didn't think that it actually is like... That's... Of all your fingers, it's closest to the thumb. Yes. Yeah. Right. Ooh, is it closer to your pinky toe or your big toe, though? It's like Megan, th- Megan, Megan Fox's thumb. <laughs> if your Megan Fox's thumb was a wiener, it'd like be a club chub. thumb? Yeah. Um, oh, I just had something to say. Now I've lost it. God damn it. What happened before Chode? Just pocket talk. No, but there was something <laughs> something similar to pocket talk. Fat wallet talk? Yes. <laughs> All right. Since we're going around sharing things that are important, the Gary Money Clip revelation was like, oh, yeah, well, what does everyone do? Because I stopped carrying a wallet years ago. Now I just put my money and my credit card and my license and then a lot of random other shit that I don't know where to put it and that's a problem but I shouldn't put it in there into just like a coin purse. Hmm. It's almost like a little cosmetic case and I find that it takes up much less room than a whole wallet which was always taking up so much space in my purse and I don't need all of it. Women's wallets are way too big I think. Like they're long. They can be. Yeah well the ones ones I've seen. Huh? Like, you see a lot of chicks with what I would call a pocketbook. It's yeah. not a wallet anymore if it can contain $3 worth of change, 42 credit cards, and your passport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a novel. Yeah, and your sunglasses. Like, and your cell phone. And a checkbook, perhaps. Yeah. Well, I kind of like now they have, like, for the iPads and things like that, that open up and it almost is like a wallet. Like, they've got sleeves for you to put your license and your money and your card so that if you really just focus on – or, you know, even like a big phone device cover – you can kind of use it as a money clip. I like that multi-purpose thing. But does thing. that mean when you're at the grocery store, you're like opening your iPad cover to get your credit card I mean, out? They, In that they're case. They're typically made for iPhones. I don't think I've ever seen them on <laughs> iPad scale. But yes, um, it's like you're flipping over the cover of your iPhone and there's three credit cards in your ID. iPads look weird in public anywhere like if you see someone oh, taking yeah. a picture with an like ipad like a concert with an ipad day for the past <laughs> yeah. year and a half i've seen somebody take a picture with an ipad absolutely and it still it th- still throws me off on it the set of um every single day road hard Agreed. actually 
they were taking all the photos oh, they were yeah. taking for continuity were on iPads. I'm telling you, they absolutely make those accessory wallet type things for those. They make oh, them I'm for sure everything. I'm sure they do. Yeah, especially for like a businessman or something. Be a dick to want that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have a regular wallet, so thankfully I don't fit in that category. Does it have Velcro? Does it make that noise when you open it? <laughs> Mine yeah. definitely does not. No, it's black leather. It looks a lot like Costanza's. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um, update. <clears throat> I saw Book of Mormon. I tweeted about it. And a lot of people, Chris was one of them. It was heartbreaking because they were so, they're like, oh, did you win the lottery? And no, I didn't. We all wanted, we all wanted to believe. <laughs> I wanted to be able to say yes. I wanted to be able to say that I had such faith in the way that things work that I tried it again and I won. But no, I just paid a lot of money and I got to see it. Was it worth it? Yes. Yes, I loved it. Um, I it was it exceeded my expectations. And the, the thing that was, and I realize <clears throat> I'm now offering a review of something that's been out for many years, and everyone knows it's great. But here's my take on it. The crazy thing to me was that each num like in a regular you know old fashioned musical, let's say there's a couple sort of bring the house down numbers. I felt like each number in this was that. And you would think if something is so. Um, if all if everything is like that dynamic, that it would lose. I'm having trouble expressing this. You just you'd get burned out because you'd, you just keep having these climax, 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 and you're just exactly. exhausted. It'd be like to use a drummer example, um, which Jenna's neighbors now have drums. Oh, I, so, so, so sorry to do this. It'd be it's like okay. hitting the crash symbol the entire time, or it's just every, it's like all caps the entire time. And so you'd think that there actually wouldn't be dynamics, but no. It's I found I totally um, I loved it, and it was sweet, and I got caught up in it, and songs were catchy, and uh, yeah, it was. I already want to see it again. Nice. Have you guys seen it more than once? Yep, twice. But yeah, I've seen it zero times. So you have to see it. Kind of bummed that Matt saw it twice. Uh, <laughs> Can I, t- can I have one of those? Sure. sure. Right. Now, did we already – I don't want to make you uncomfortable, Jenna, but I remember that there was – you asked Jenna some questions, right, because you wanted to know – you wanted to compare some things from Book of Mormon to actual Mormonism, right? Mm, that sounds vaguely familiar. I think we were talking a lot about how the Mormon community had accepted the show, right. that they like they really were totally fine with it. And we were, I think, just talking about how the show itself wasn't really that offensive to Mormons. But, yeah, there probably was some questioning about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, here. Well. Okay. Here are my quick questions. So, in the musical, there's this number called "Spooky Mormon Hell Dream." Okay. Because uh, almost like it's like a thing in the musical that a lot of the characters have had <laughs> these quote unquote spooky Mormon hell dreams, and you actually see one of them. And it's I don't want to give anything away, but it's so funny what it is that a Mormon like what would appear in the Mormon nightmare. But is that a thing? Like, have you have you had dreams of hell before? No. No. <laughs> That's not a thing. All but, right. Uh, I mean, not for me. Maybe other Mormons would would say that the, that is. I, I guess I don't really know what you mean. Is it? Lo- I guess I'd have to know exactly what it is. Um, but I don't well, want you to give it away. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. less about what it is. What it the what <laughs> what it is of it is what makes it it funny. But the sense I got from the musical was that there's this fear of hell that crops up in people's dreams repeatedly. Mm. Like almost like, oh, you know that that dream you have where you show up for a test that you weren't expecting. Maybe. Or that dream where you weren't wearing pants or whatever. I could see like you dream about doing something you don't want to do, maybe. Or like a dream of like, oh, shoot, 
maybe I don't know a dream of doing something wrong or sinning, but so not an actual me, dream where you find yourself in hell. No, well, that's funny to me because Mormons don't totally. I mean, like we don't really believe in like a hell necessarily. So that's interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And in inaccuracy, perhaps maybe mm-hmm. just a little bit. But I mean, but we do fear like being wrong. I mean, there's guilt, mm-hmm. so. People have guilt and they feel bad about things. And there's this idea that, like, you won't make it all the way. Like, you know, you want to be the best you can be. So not being the best you can be would be hell for someone, I guess, like in a sense. All right. Maybe mm-hmm. not an actual place. I think the hell angle is more of a Trey and Matt South Park. It feels yeah. like it. Because they are obsessed with with hell. Yeah. That's right. a big yeah. part of their culture. So or South Park culture, rather. Yeah. And, Sounds like it. And the other thing is there's a song called Turn It Off, oh. which is basically is uh, basically like if you have a thought that's bothering you, just turn it off like a light switch. Just like just push it away. Yeah, like repress it. Yes. Um, I think that is a cultural thing more than a Mormon <laughs> doctrinal thing. That can't thing. possibly be a real Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think because what's funny about the Mormon church – from my perspective and the way my parents raised me in the church is that, like, ask questions, you know, talk about what's wrong, be very open about things. So for my family, that is not the way we kind of rolled. But I think maybe for some Mormon families who are uncomfortable talking about, like, sexuality or, you know, I don't know, what other things make kids uncomfortable or people uncomfortable, things like that, I think there's that idea, like, oh, don't talk about it because if you don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. But... I don't know. I think that's more of an old school cultural mm-hmm. Mormon thing rather than a newer, more relaxed. It's definitely not doctrinal. That's for sure. Weirdly, I have started trying to see if I can apply that to my life. Like when I begin to just go into a spiral of thoughts that are making me unhappy, I've been like, even though it's a musical and even though it's sort of presented in this way where they're not celebrating, right? you know, it's tongue in cheek. They're not celebrating that as a coping mechani- mechanism. I've been like, what if it, what if I could just like switch these thoughts off? Well, you know, there's like that whole idea. People say like, oh, just fake it till you make it. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't always work. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I, I don't think that's necessarily like a Mormon thing, I think could be anything yeah this whole idea of don't worry about it and it'll go away i remember dr phil said for people who have um who like worry too much and who overthink and stuff just put a rubber band around your wrist and when you find yourself doing it snap snap the rubber band and just like snap yourself out of it not a good doctor yeah (laughs) i really don't think it's as simple as that does it actually work Hell no. I mean, I really don't think so. I think... I could see it working for some people just as like... Not as so much as a... More of a, just as a, a reminder, like a trigger that mm-hmm. they just train themselves to do. Maybe in the same way as like hypnotism or... I don't know. But I mean, for some... For the simple-minded, I, I could see it working. But I mean, for I, us, no right. way. Not with these gigantic motors we have no in between our ears. <laughs> I think it depends. I think there's a lot of value in... Figuring out what you're feeling, working through that, trying to gain some insight from that. But I think if you're just having the same thoughts over, if like there's an obsessive quality about your thoughts, if it's something you're nervous about where there's nothing to figure out, maybe that could help you. I don't know. Perhaps. I I don't know if anything is as easy as just. I know. For me, that's hard. 
Because I'm such a stress case, it's really hard to just stop thinking about things that are upsetting me. But Do you ever find yourself stressing about what to make for dinner? <laughs> Always. <laughs> this really can be that easy. <laughs> You know what you need? You need Blue Apron. They send you all the ingredients to make a delicious, healthy, gourmet meal, and they include step-by-step instructions. Even your dog could make this if your dog could read and had a, have opposable thumbs. But what I'm saying we is... We should all be so lucky. <laughs> if your dog could read and had opposable thumbs, would making dinner be the first thing it would do? No. I don't think that's the first thing Oliver would do. No, he'd take over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> be like Animal Farm. Be like, let's go for a walk, Allison. <laughs> and he'd be like, and by that I mean I'm walking you. Exactly. <laughs> but put the bags in your back pocket. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God that's not the reality we're living in. But we are living in a reality where you don't have to spend tons of money at the grocery – and tons of time at the grocery store trying to figure out how much you need because Blue Apron, everything is measured out for you and – And they don't advertise themselves this way, but they should. It's pretty fancy, but it's also delicious. I guess fancy and delicious kind of go together. What I'm saying is if you want to impress a date or something with something like fennel-rubbed pork tenderloin, short rib burgers on pretzel buns, ginger soy glazed salmon, you can because those are just a few of the things that they will uh, send you. And tons of other stuff, too. So visit blueapron.com to see what's on the menu this week. Listeners to this show get their first two meals free. Go to blueapron.com slash Allison. Again, that's blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay. I feel like if dogs did want to take over, nothing would change. I feel maybe they already have taken over because we're the ones who are picking up their poop and letting them pee anywhere they want. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Deep thoughts. They've already taken over. Oliver knows exactly what he's doing. We've actually started letting Oliver sleep in the bed. Oh, yeah. The first he night. taking over. Takeover begins. <laughs> the first night I slept so. Okay, well, part of it is that um, I like it to be really cold. That allow, that makes it so that I can fall asleep and stay asleep. And if it's hot, I find myself waking up constantly. And I sort of just realized that that's the difference between one of the things that's the difference between like when I get a good night of sleep and when I don't is if the air conditioner is on or not. But where Oliver normally sleeps, uh, he's like under an air conditioning vent. So we decided to let him sleep in the bed and then we can have it be cold. And that night I slept, like I probably, cause I wake up a lot in the middle of the night. I probably woke up like once or twice, which is not much at all for me. I slept so well. I was like, this is the missing ingredient is his cute little furry body right next to like a style. Oh, it's so, so fucking cute. He's like curls <laughs> up right next to me and stuff. The next two nights, neither Daniel nor I slept well at all. Um, so I don't really know what to do. Cause then we thought, well, why not? Why don't we just put him in a dog bed at the foot of the bed? But he kind of jumps up on the bed. He can't get onto the bed. He's too little. But he wants to come up on the bed, so he'll wake you up by, like, jumping up. Um, Can I ask a question along the lines of him being little? Yes. Is there a concern that you'll roll over onto him? That's another concern, yes. it's less scare the shit out of me. It's less a concern that I'll roll over onto him than that he will fall off the bed or roll off the bed. Because part of the concern last night was that I all of a sudden realized that he had worked his, his way down to the foot of the bed. And I was like, and I thought, you know, I'm pretty sure the sheets are tucked in down there but like what if he can't tell where the edge is or falls off so yeah there is that concern now oh yeah, man yeah my friend just got a, a dog it's like a three pound yorkie i don't know it, it's tiny mm-hmm. very light and it looks like a puppy so I says, oh you got a puppy and he says no it, it's eight years old 
And I had wow. no idea. Yeah, so it makes me think like before dogs were domesticated, how did those things last? Like how I don't think there were those things. I don't think they existed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I so think they, we've made them. We've made them. They're, they're our creation. Yes. According uh, to the dog whisperer Caesar Milan. What, Milan. Yeah. I don't I, I think you're not supposed to have your dog sleep on your bed just as a Because then he thinks he's boss. Yeah, see exactly. I know it's like it's tough to not because, you know, so Oliver cute. is the yeah. cute is the cutest thing alive, but um, yeah, it's yeah, it's like an alpha male type of thing, and if you let him do that, it should you know if you give. I just had this vision of him sleeping where Daniel sleeps, and Daniel on the floor <laughs> like trying to get back into bed. <laughs> it, you know, I would not be surprised if it ended up that way. Sorry, yeah. Daniel. We have a small dog. It's not so small that you would crush it in the middle of the night. But what happens uh, for me is that the dog is like a bed hog, and you know, as my girlfriend will kind of slide over, the dog keeps like nuzzling closer and closer. And by the middle of the night, she's pretty much completely on my side mm. of the bed because the dog is just spread out <laughs> over her side of the bed. And, you know, it's kind of cute, but you got to just move, move the dog yeah. and slide back over. Like That's been the big problem with having a dog in the bed for me. Right. Yeah, that happened a lot last night of me constantly moving him. Yeah, they just get and- all stretched out. And also in the middle of the night, being like, "Wait, which side is his head?" Yeah, a lot yeah. of dogs. Wait, totally. A lot of dogs <laughs> like yep. to sleep like in between your legs mm-hmm. too. So you know, you don't, you can't turn, you can't without without waking up the dogs. So I don't know. I think he's gonna. I think we're gonna have to remove him from the bed. Out. I love Oliver, but yeah, I think, yeah. But I don't know where out. he can. I don't know where he can sleep. We got to find a place that's warm, where he's not going to be going nuts trying to get into the room. Hmm. I'll yeah. figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe in the closet, but that I think there's something that feels sad about consigning him to the closet. Although I think he would love <laughs> it actually, because there's like a bunch of clothes just piled on the floor in there, because that's how I do things. Yeah. And he likes to be in there anyway. It's pretty over, warm and cozy. Over time, that dog hair is gonna get over all of your clothing. That's true. That's true. Just gonna be shedding in the middle of the night. Yeah. He needs his own room. Yeah, just get move, move, and get him his own room. All right, I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Lido Marin, and it is titled "Love That Laugh." Full disclosure, I'm a traveler who still doubts whether butter sandwiches are a thing despite the expert claims. I love the Thursday shows and find myself chiming in on the topics as if I were part of the gang. Allison, you're wonderfully clever and I admire your openness. Jenna, you're hilarious and I can't wait to see your comedy special. Matt, you're a hero, his words not mine, for putting out the mop fire. Way to keep your wits under pressure. Chris, of course everyone loves you. You're adorable. However, Thanks, sir. <laughs> however, I have to save my gushing for Gary and his wonderfully infectious laugh. I look forward to the Thursday shows when the mics are open, but it's even better when I can hear that laugh through all the glass on the other shows, including ACS. That makes my day. Keep up the good shows. All of you, I will continue to chime in as if I were there and listen for Gary's laugh. Thank you so much for that comment, Lido. Yeah, so you think this is you. a guy? I don't know. Lido. He could be a guy. What are you? It's a guy. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm still wondering if Gary picked this comment out. So that's <laughs> no, my theory could, right now. Did you hear me start stammering when it came to the part about me? Listen. No, I don't pick these iTunes comments. That no. should be expressly clear. <laughs> I uh, like to... At least I said something nice about Matt this time. Yeah. That's what I like. Thanks, guy. Pretty or soon girl. they'll be calling out <laughs> Kalen. Oh, yeah. When he keeps speaking into the mic in his perhaps Muppety fashion. God, let's hope not. That he doesn't keep speaking or that yeah. they don't talk to him. 
Yes. Now let's get some Kaylin comments, please. Well, everyone was supposed to search me. There were the lots of fun pictures oh, geez. on Twitter. Yo, yeah, well, how come you aren't on Twitter, Kaylin? Eh, not my style. Nice. That's so cool. Not my style. <laughs> what is your style? Quiet. The rest of us suckers. That was the most hipster comment I've ever heard. I know. Because I'm so hipster. You kind of, you're the most hipster of all of us, don't you think? Uh, Probably. Him and Altier. Altier is definitely more hipster. Yeah, all those of us kids. in this, oh, on, on, the, on the mics. For sure. He I is, think so. Yes. Yep. I wouldn't refer to anyone in the Thursday crew as hipster. Mm-mm. Stay Thank off you. the grid, man. Thank you. I like Trying. it. I, w- I wouldn't. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it, Kalen. <laughs> no. I think in certain instances there's something Kalen's wrong. not a hipster, though. He's just, he's a little younger than we are, so he's just in that generation. I think he's about, just hip. He shouldn't be lumped in. There you go. Just hip. Let's so not that go works. that far. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even, like, really post to Facebook, either. I just put some pictures up every now and then, and... That's pretty much it. Oh, just so watch. Hip. Just look at the feed. I know. Watch everyone oh, else. He's pictures. so cool. And wait for the likes. <laughs> Effortlessly. Is Twitter an older people thing? A sad older people clinging to something? No. I feel oh, like actually, it's no. an Instagram thing. Click on a Justin thing. Bieber hashtag and, I'll tell you, and you can see That's that it's true. all 12-year-old girls. Yes. Yeah. Actually, my friend had a, uh, like a marketing meeting. He works for a, a really big shoe company. And they said, all right, where are all the kids going? And they said, Twitter. Not Facebook. Get off Facebook. Nobody cares yeah. because all everyone's parents are going to Facebook, therefore making it uncool. Go to Twitter. So we're good, guys. We're all, we're all on Twitter. But I but think Kalen's so cool. Yeah, he doesn't need it. He doesn't even. He's it's like, no, style. I don't want Twitter. He doesn't, doesn't even have doesn't even have the Iggy. Uh, <laughs> There's a new one. Put that Yet. on the list the Iggy. of <laughs> Instagram. Is that Instagram? Of course yes. it's Instagram. Okay. Just don't checking. Oh, someone, I it's think... It's an AKA for the gram, okay? Just calm down. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this will probably pop up in just me or everyone at some point, but someone wrote in to say, didn't we notice all the... Th-? And I said notice weird. Notice. Didn't we notice... <laughs> didn't we notice... <laughs> didn't we notice... Didn't we notice all the poofy sleeves? <laughs> didn't we notice all the things that Damashek said funny? Yeah, like... the. Oh. At a certain point, he started talking about robots, and Chris, you know how he says that. Robots? Ribbits. Yeah. He starts talking about the robots. He calls oh, the man. toilet the turlet. The turlet, <laughs> that's, that's certainly for sure. And, like, we just didn't really... Calling Damashek out like, no, but, he says No, wrong. that's the thing, is that that's, hi- that's him. Yeah. yeah. It's, he's not saying them wrong, he just has his own funny way of saying them, and he's very right. aware that he's doing that. Yeah, he just speaks that way. So, yeah. And I tweeted back at her and pointed out that we said, one of us said robots before he did. So like yes, that was you said it, and he went, "What?" Oh yeah, because <laughs> it sounded like ribbits. <laughs> That's how it sounds when he says it. The yeah. Nazis. Yes, he does right. talk about yeah. the Nazi scourge. So that's just his own accent. Someone talk about dogs again for a second, because I missed an opportunity. My uh, my friend just got a dog, and he got the exact dog I told him I wanted. I'm kind of bitter about it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And there's only one in the world. Yeah, I know. No, but it's like one. he's fucking rubbing it in my face. He's it's like, not, oh, look, it's I got not a puppy. Like a... It's exactly what I, you told me you were going to get three months ago. What, what kind of dog do you want? Uh, lab. Me too. Black so, Lab or Yellow Lab? I don't know. I've all, He got black, which is what I told him I wanted. But now that he's got black, it's pissing me off. So I don't want black, but... Probably black. I've always had yellow, but my car and like it's black's just easier. The yellow like gets all over your clothes. Right. Is your friend Mike Dawson? No, no, no. no. <laughs> he got boo a couple years ago, but no, friend from college. Well, you know what's your wrong friend... with having the same dog? 
There's nothing wrong with having the same dog. You look gay. But it's it's like is you, it like wearing the same tux to prom? No, it's like no. It'd be like you going to Matt and being like, "Yo, guess what? I've wanted this fucking blue Honda Civic with 19 inch rims for like five years, and I'm almost there. Like I'm getting ready to do it." And then, like, Matt shows up next Thursday and is like, hey, you want to take my new car for a spin? And he, like, flips you the keys to the blue Honda Civic with the 19-inch rims you wanted. <laughs> so he, like, flipped, flipped the leash over to you? Pretty much. Dang. Wait, are you close to were, – were you close to getting that dog? Yeah. I didn't know there was almost going to be a puppy in our midst. That's very exciting. Well, you'll have to – We'll have to go ice skating or something for you to see it because I'll never bring it here. I know. I have thought on days when Adam isn't going to be here, when I only need to come in for a brief amount of time, I've been like, maybe I should bring. That's the voice I use. Maybe I should bring. <laughs> is that Kalen talking? Did Kalen just come from the Maybe I should. Sorry, that's, that's not what it was. <laughs> maybe I should bring Oliver. But then I don't just because who knows? Adam could just come in off the movie set <laughs> for no reason. Not really. No, I think. I don't know. I don't know why I don't. I still am tempted to at some point. You look frowny, Matt. No, I was just thinking more about dogs again. Well, you know what all of these dogs need? <laughs> Thank what? you. BarkBox. I love BarkBox. Uh, they send you a box each month of four to six awesome full-size products, toys, gadgets, healthy treats, um, and all of the stuff they send has been tested by the dogs in their office. And I... I I need to visit the Bark Box offices if I'm ever near where they are because apparently there's like tons of adorable dogs running around their office all the time uh, and they test all the stuff that Bark Box sends. And Bark Box um, is committed to the cause of homeless dogs. They give 10% of their revenue to local rescues and shelters across the U.S. and Canada um, and they want to give $1 million in 2014. So that's why we have to help them. Uh, and there's savings for you. You save 20% off your new subscription by visiting BarkBox.com forward slash best friend. Again, that's BarkBox.com forward slash best friend to save 20%. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, does anyone have any things they want to talk about or should we jump into just me or everyone? What's going on in everyone's lives? Hmm. I'm trying to think. We had a, a friend of ours had a, a lobster fest this oh, past yes. weekend. Oh, yes. I meant to ask how that was. It was super fun. We have a friend who's a listener to the show who has this incredible house and he's offered it for many parties cool like hollywood hills pool house and so they had like these fresh lobsters shipped in from maine alive like they were plucked from the ocean within 24 hours and uh a sad journey for them yeah <laughs> and like they get these big like steel gallon bucket things and boil water and more than a gallon just for whatever whatever it is i don't do numbers <laughs> They uh, they cooked the lobsters and oh my god it was delicious uh, it was so good and then everyone gets drunk and goes in the pool that does sound fun yeah it was really it fun I, I wrote a note when Matt that's it. Matt says delicious yeah you I wrote lo- that down I don't know why I like the way you say it delicious and because uh, in every <laughs> whenever we have food that comes in uh, like oh hey guys like he'll Matt will be the one sending an email hey we're getting pizza in a day so don't eat dinner we're, or no he'll say hey we're getting some delicious pizza in a day that's don't right. say don't eat dinner. Every time, every email that we have that's like that, with that whatever food it is, he always puts delicious in front of it. It's not specific to emails. He uses that adjective verbally quite a bit. Too. Yeah, no, I never and then, noticed that. And then I, I asked, I asked Matt the other day. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going uh, going up to uh, Agora Hills visit my parents. We're gonna have a nice, delicious steak dinner." <laughs> like, wow. He says, de- "Like, he, I'm big on adjectives." It's like, how do you know? No, you're big on that adjective. You don't. You, no, you have no idea if it's delicious or not. 
That's pre, not true. You, you, you pre no, he was going to a place he'd been before. I was that's possibly. right, exactly. Okay. Well, then never mind. I feel bad. I'm not yelling at you. But he just wants to make sure you know Chris, you're not getting the crappy pizza. That's or right. Or the disgusting pizza. Yeah. You're getting delicious. the delicious Thank pizza. You. Now I got to think about this because. I mean, I know you're not lying. I assume that I do say this word all the yeah. time. So now I'm really I gotta just a reminder everybody we're getting some uh, delicious barbecue hey, from Zeke's today. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, delicious. that does sound like something I've yeah. received. Yep. I tell you what, you and I went and had a beer after work the other day. Yep. Why don't you describe that the place the place we went this is the same way you described it to me? I don't know what you're about to say. You got a big old grin on your face. No, I mean you've described that place to me three or four times. We finally went there, but every single time you talk about the delicious sausages oh, and yeah. the delicious pretzels. It's true. <laughs> Wow. Delicious pretzels. That got my attention. What's, yeah. what's delicious about giant, them? Giant, soft, like warm pretzel. Oh, yeah. But it, like, that's it was good. It was good. weird. Like it didn't – it looked like a normal pretzel, but at the bottom, like, okay, every piece was like a similar like thickness, like let's say <laughs> like this. But then at the bottom, like it bulges out into like this big around. Like a so, handle? Yeah, for like this long. Like it looks like a giant like – Chode pretzel. It looks like kind of like a pretzel bun would look if you had like a giant like sausage pretzel bun. I'm Amazing. going with chode pretzel with delicious. Chris on that one. It's exciting. Yeah, they're, it's, it's rather delicious. They're, here's the thing about a soft pretzel that you get from anywhere that sells those soft pretzels. There's a flavor. They're like more yeasty. Is it yeast? I don't know what. It's like that sour sort of yeasty burned gas flavor that they have that you can't you don't mm. taste in anything else it's not what i'm describing is not delicious i always feel like am i tasting butane or something like am i tasting whatever they're warmed in even though i think maybe that is the sourdough you have, have you a, noticed they're you way more i think it's yeast i don't know what a fine palate than me i just yeah. yeah maybe i mean when you're i'm thinking when you say that that makes me think more of like pretzel maker or like those kind of corporate soft pretzel type places. Yeah, like at a ball game or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. I frequent ball games frequently. Or even like ones that you <laughs> get like at Costco that game. you can yes, heat up in the freezer sure. or something. But this place, and there have been a few, there are a number of places in LA that are bakeries and they make their own pretzel buns. Or in this case, fresh hot pretzels. It's so good. You know who else has like a palate that's really similar to yours are... Uh, I didn't know you know my palate that well. Well, the ones that taste the butane are the weed smokers. I know, I know people who smoke weed that will will light a piece of hemp rope bef- and then light their you know pipe or things with that because they say they can taste the the butane when they smoke it. Hmm. I feel like they're so it's lying. Like, it's like an extra. I don't know if they are or not because it, it's caught on. And I I also noticed that like weed smokers are all, are really close to. I don't know if they're. Like they might be like the smartest people in the world. What? Because I saw a a contraption the other day that was called like they called it dabbing, where it looked like a meth lab just to take a hit, like the like a a pure pure hit, and uh, supposedly it's just it's insane, <laughs> and it's this process where you take like a blowtorch, you have to heat up this wax and drop it in the water, and then, I don't know, I I, I don't Coffee even know what they're doing. Coffee snobs are similar. Yeah, it was just like that. Like it was just this weird method that. Seemed more scientific than anything else, and you wouldn't expect that coming from a stoner. But yeah, they take their weed seriously. Yeah, I have, I have one of those. <laughs> There's Kalen. Do you really? Yeah, I do. You have a meth yeah. lab with which to smoke weed? Pretty much. Yeah. What What is this thing called? A it's dabber? Like, yeah, said? it's called dabbing. You use like a special bowl, and uh, you put ha- hash in the bowl, and then you like blow torch the end of a, a glass wand, and that's what you use to to light it. So it's like smoking crack. If crack was THC, <laughs> then yes, ish. Um, I found it. 
Wait, what just happened? I don't know. Nothing just is... If we yeah. use THC. <laughs> his, his, matter, his matter of fact delivery is what makes him so cool. Thank you, Chris. Hip. I feel like weed smoking has come really far since I was in college. Because back in the day, you had the option of smoking a joint or smoking a pipe or a bong or some kind of homemade thing like a toilet paper roll with tin foil in yeah. it. Or there was always word of gravity bongs and things, but I never ever saw this. But now, like Mark Garagos was describing something, and I didn't know what he was talking about. And then someone tweeted me and said that he was talking about a vaporizer, which I've actually hmm. never seen in person, although I know that that is uh, people who are committed. That's what they're into. Yeah. I'm so not hip to that whole scene like or cigarettes. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't buy weed. I wouldn't know what to say. Um, One weed, except, please. Well, except for, you know, like... You know. <laughs> a gallon 19, of weed, please. Hold on a second. This is in 1972. One, You're not going to buy weed on a street corner, please. LA. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> that, that's actually really... That's probably what I would say. Something like that. Or, um, you know, as I, like, as I would Jenna's neighbors, like, you got any dank nugs? Or, like, do they still call it Teddy? Like, you got any Teddy? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, definitely you'd, have, you'd be better off asking for grass. Okay. Yeah, grass. I've never even See, heard I wouldn't, of those I wouldn't, I wouldn't know uh, that. I wouldn't know how much to get. Like, oh, yeah, I'll take a pound of that. Whatever. <laughs> Way too much. Way too much. Whoa. He doesn't do numbers either. Yeah. He's going off the rails. <laughs> Well, see, it, like, uh, or the other day, my friend calls me. I'm, I'm meeting him at a at a studio, and he says, "Hey, can you pick me up some cigarettes? Oh, which ones do you want?" And he tells me the ones. So I'm in line, and then right before the person in front of me, uh, you know, uh, checks out, I think to myself, "Oh crap! I've never ordered these. I have no idea what to do." And then I realize I have no idea how to say Marlboro. Mar- <laughs> it's a hard word to it say. It is yeah. hard. Yeah. But I, I couldn't have looked more like a noob, like. As I just go up to the guy and it's like, oh, I'll take some of those Marlboro <laughs> like lights or whatever it was, and um, I think I circled around like three times trying to say it, and then yeah, so I realized I have no idea how to say that word. But did you get what he wanted? I think so. Yeah. Well, good uh, work. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, so that was my first time buying cigarettes, and I've never bought weed yet. But I don't think uh, maybe I probably won't ever, just because. If you do, go for like a gram as opposed to a pound. Or if it's you want to buy, be more I go, economical. No, I go big. Buy a pound and buy us all over. We'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> Is that how it's sold now by the gram? I think that's always how it's been sold. A dime bag? A dime bag of weed. Eighth of an, ounce. an eighth is three and a half grams. Oh. Well, look who I has a trapper keeper numbers. conversion oh. in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I have a, I have a question because like a couple weeks ago, Gary went to a Jim Jeffrey stand-up show and he oh, missed God. it. And he missed it. He missed so, the show? So sure did. I felt really bad because, um, you know, he, re- he was really looking forward to it. So he got some redemption, and I heard he went to a Childish Gambino, Gambino show. <laughs> I just want to hear about it, man. How'd it go? I went to the Jim Jeffries show a few weeks ago, and uh, as the opening act was opening, my girlfriend got very sick. And oh. She said we could stay, but we couldn't, and we left, and I went and took care of her and got her medicine then um, what was wrong with her she had an infection of some kind and like i guess she's prone to them but she like we just i'm lucky to okay this is like i guess just a brag but i'm i'm lucky to have a doctor that i can call at nine o'clock at night on a saturday and he'll call a pharmacy so if anyone's looking for a good time i would advise like 12 30 one in the morning 24 hour pharmacy in koreatown in los angeles (laughs) 
good people. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice people. There's lots of free cookies and stuff. It's chill. Um, <laughs> no. So then um, we – on Saturday, we left this barbecue that we were all at to go to a Childish Gambino concert. Um, and our tickets said the wrong time. And uh, he had had an opening act for a lot of different tours, a lot of different shows in this tour. And we assumed there was an opening act. And by the time we got there, everyone was walking out. They they were, he was starting the encore, and you could hear him coming back out and the whole crowd roaring, and they wouldn't let us in. That sucks. I'm what? kidding. I, I actually knew that happened to him. No shit. I'm really sorry, man. That sucks, dude. But don't you have some recourse with whoever printed the tickets? I mean, not really, I don't think. <sighs> Because we were much later than the ticket time said. Oh. So what are we going to say about the opening act? And, yeah. That sucks. Bummer. I know. You know what else is a bummer? Jenna's drumming neighbors. Yeah. My neighbors bought a drum set, guys. And it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> the, the drug dealing ones? <laughs> that's what I asked. I'm not sure. I know it's either the downstairs neighbors or the drug dealers. And I honestly, it is like... It's been consistent pretty much all afternoon for the last few days, which I work from home, so it's kind of a nightmare. And it's just like, you know when you are at a show and you hear a sound check, like the drummer just kind of practices a few little things here and there, and it's not like great, but it's okay because you just hear it for that short period of time. It's like that on loop. Just constant drum checks. constant (laughs) drum checks. Because, and I don't know... I don't know if he's good or not. I don't think he's that great based on what I'm listening to. I would imagine he's just building a skill set if you're just hearing just like boom, tap, boom, tap yeah. over and over oh, again. Like some avant-garde jazz. So <laughs> stressful. Is That's he just crazy. doing drum rolls constantly and you're like the feeling of anticipation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like rim Waiting shots for over yeah. and over and over again. He gets in a band of that flute player. Honestly, <laughs> it, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. We might have to move. I don't know. We'll see if it keeps going. Allison, how long did it take you to get good at drumming? Oh, well, thank you for suggesting that I'm good. Um, I Drums, I actually – here's the thing with drums. I can sit down at a, a drum set and I can sound good, um, but I wouldn't be able to play a long set because my arms like get tired and feel noodly and I just don't really have – like it's – you have to really – you have to be strong and have a lot of stamina to play rock music for an hour or for whatever it is. Um, but I picked up drums pretty quickly. I don't actually remember how long it took, um, maybe like a year or something. I mean I'm sure that – like an actual really good drummer would laugh at what I'm saying. It would be like, no, it takes a zillion years. But um, being able to separate my hands and feet and I've always had a good sense of rhythm so it actually for me came pretty quickly um and I actually do have a drum set it's in my parents garage and I've been so tempted to bring to like bring it to wherever I'm living except that I don't want to be Jenna's neighbors I just feel like there's no way that you can play drums in a home unless you have um like a something set up acoustically yeah yeah and you're on like your own property that's yeah, electronic drums yes. away yeah. from everywhere else. Chris, are those pads they make that you can use with headphones? Do those actually work? The pads they make, like they make, they make like, like electronic like a, drums. Yes. Yeah, it looks like a rock band kit, but like yeah. supposedly you plug it in and it sounds. like I mean, playing they're either drums. really good ones or really bad ones, right? Yeah, um, I would imagine. Yeah, so That's or they they have, they have like mufflers that you can put 
they're like little foam pads that you put on the heads of the drums and on the cymbals mm-hmm. where you can still hit and uh, I mean, it'll be a lot quieter. So maybe, you know, a neighbor. Suggest. Yeah. Yeah. Neighbor Suggest There's all sorts of things. Like, yeah, you need to go over and see like how much padding yeah. he has inside his drum you want me to send, Do you want me to send my neighbor to talk to him? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I would love that. I don't know. I think... I'm, maybe I was just being extra sensitive the last few days, but it, I don't think so. I think like, that I think is, that it's hard to be drum, around. Drums without drums. music is is tough to listen to. Yeah, I think, and I mean it's tough to play too, too. But uh, yeah, just hearing just just drums, unless it's like you know Neil Peart doing a crazy solo. But and you're at a concert, sure for that person. Yeah, and it's appropriate. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I should not be such a brat about it, but it was annoying. Well, how loud is it? Is it annoying because you know what it is and you can hear it, or is it annoying because your windows are shaking? Um, well, ob- like obviously, it's very loud if the windows are cracked or open at all. So even closed, it's like if you were living next to like a music festival that was just like a couple, like very close. You can hear everything that's going on. It's not like like you have to turn your TV up really loud to cover it. Mm-hmm. That wow. That, that kind of loud. So it's annoying. Have you tried noise-canceling headphones ever? No, don't. Those Alan don't has some. Those don't work for drums. Noise-canceling headphones, what they do is like like you hear this air conditioner going, and they'll play like the same frequency in the phone, so it cancels out in your head it, like when you're listening to it. But drums go at so many different frequencies that it's not going to take out the oh, hum. Oh, really? Yeah, so like that's why people like them on, on airplanes because you have that low hum right. that it'll actually cancel out. That's what noise-canceling Mm. Um, yeah, they I mean, have the, drum canceling. They have headphones. isolating headphones, like, but I mean, either way, it's going to be uncomfortable. Well, my fear is that it's like a fourteen-year-old kid who's just following his heart and his dream, and I don't want to be a dream crusher. Yeah. It would, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the kid from you Love know? Actually, my favorite character. Yeah, a little boy. My brother played the drums to... growing up, and I, I guess it was annoying then too. <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> you need. You need to just find out who this is yeah. and what's going yeah. on. Is there a way you can yeah, you need to I'll start do some detective I mean, there, there are work. certain sticks he can use or certain or put those pads on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That'll help a lot. And to be honest, I think you'll still have an enjoyable experience and uh, and still be able to play. If for you're the, listening. For the kick drum, what can you do to muffle they have, that? They have, those, they have those pads, the pads there. And you could you know, put some stuff inside of it, like a, like a big old blanket, things like that. Um, but there are ways like you can play in your apartment. Uh, that you know that that'll be able to help. Maybe this. I don't know if this is his first time playing in an apartment or anything like that. But. I don't know either. I feel like the very least mm. he could do is send you flowers, like a little note, a little note attached to flowers from oh. Pro Flowers, probably. I mean, this is a great it's Mother's a great Day gift. Idea. But if you happen to be a drummer who's irritating your neighbor, it's also a great neighbor gift because if you, Jenna, were to receive one dozen rainbow roses with a free glass vase from Pro Flowers. For just nineteen ninety nine. I mean, you wouldn't know how much it cost. Obviously, right, you wouldn't know whether the vase I would was paid for. Much but more, actually. You would, yeah. yeah. You would just be like, "I love this drumming person." All is it forgiven, would, exactly. Especially if he doubled the colorful roses <laughs> plus free glass vase for just nine ninety nine more. I mean, that's just a bounty of roses. Mm. Your mother will love it. Jenna will love it. Get it for yourself. You'll love it. And use my code, best friend, to get a special price on your Mother's Day order while supplies last. That special price being $19.99 for a dozen rainbow roses and free glass vase uh, from ProFlowers.com or double it for just $9.99 more. And ProFlowers are guaranteed to last a full week or your money back. 
as I've said, I have pro flowers at home right now, and they've been going strong for over a week now. Uh, and you pick your delivery date, and then it is guaranteed. So ordering is super easy. The only way to get this amazing Mother's Day deal is to go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, type in best friend. Again, that's proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone, type in best friend. This deal expires at midnight. Make sure you order today. Okay, let's do just me or everyone. Wait, wait, wait. Sometimes I ponder I'll do it after. Listen to the song. Chris, did you want to say something? Well, yeah, something, something's been eating away at me for the last 10 minutes, and that was me making fun of Gary's awful experience of the Childish Gambino thing. I feel bad. Like, when, when Andrew told me about it, that's um, uh, Nate's married assistant, when he told me about it... <laughs> How the uh, fuck does Nate know about that, or Andrew know about that? I don't know, but... The one who has unique eating habits? Yeah, it's like oh, the tale of my woe the going mo- through Corolla Digital about my knowledge. I told two people about this. Well, anyways... Don't look um, at me. Chris wasn't well, he was there. Him. He was there. So, I don't know, maybe... I wasn't, so how the fuck would he know? Maybe that's why. Um, well, when you told him about it, your your awful luck at going to live events was comical to me. But now that I see your face and how bummed you are, I feel bad. So, I'm sorry. I didn't Thanks, mean to make man. fun of you. It's all good. I appreciate it. And to pay him back, it's you're It's considerably now... less funny. So, hey, go fuck myself. Ooh. Oh. No, no, you're good. No, let's nah. fuck him. <laughs> I think that's my call. He's good. But you, you didn't do it hear it. I kind of did. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll it'll learn you. Uh, yeah. Right? Where could I, I get it. that if I wanted that? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> Conveniently, it's a ringtone. Oh. You could set it as your ringtone. You could wake up to it, text tone, what have you. you. Once it's yours, you do with it what you will. And you can just get that by searching, hey, go fuck yourself, in the, uh, with your iPhone in the iTunes store. It's so. also a matchmaking That's um, right. device. What? That's, yes. Ringtone? Whatever it it's is. Just, it's, a, it's like Patty Stanger in your phone. She's the <laughs> wow. millionaire matchmaker. Yep. Um, because it goes off, someone hears it. What an icebreaker if they also happen to listen to the show. And you pretty much don't want to go out with anyone who doesn't listen to the show now, do you? <laughs> no. no. Unless you're going out with someone who doesn't listen to the show, in which case, turn them on to it. Why don't you? Okay, we're going to just mirror everyone. But quick, quick note. Jenna has started watching Mad Men, and she noticed something that pertains to the show. Oh, my gosh. Episode three or four, January Jones is having a little birthday party for her daughter, and she's like, guys, I made dinner What does she serve the kids? And it's so delicious and wonderful and fancy, and look how great I am. But I just made butter sandwiches for the kids, because they're stupid wow. kids. That's right. Holy crap. I know. Pen drop from Chris. Isn't that just nuts? Yes. I, I like, what more info do does anyone need? I know. I'm just just gonna say devil's advocate. Oh boy! Here <laughs> we go. Here it comes. God, for how nice Chris was being to me a minute ago, he's sure looking at me like he wants to kill me right now. No, what the fuck's your problem? No, that's just my face. <laughs> that's my line. All right. <laughs> Matthew Weiner thinks that the butter sandwiches are a thing. I don't care. Me neither. I was just gonna say I believe it's a fictional show, so I trust <laughs> nothing that comes out of that show. I think it's and interesting. His friend writes it. That's right. Oh, did you put your friend up to this to go back in time and <laughs> slip did. this in? That's exactly what <laughs> in I did. In the Netflix version. It's interesting. They're on us. It's interesting <laughs> because Eggplant Rollatini was also on right. Mad Men. I feel like our food references are very retro. We some, are might say, some might say we are the Mad Men of podcasts. <laughs> I hope um, they do. Some. I believe that one fan out there should attribute each of us to a Mad Men character. 
just because it's come up Ugh, now. I don't want to be January I'm now Jones. terrified of the results. I know. <laughs> I know yeah. who you'd be. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Who? <laughs> Isn't he Matt Wiener's actual son in real life? The creepy character that's going oh, on. Oh, Gwen. That's who I would be. Gwen. Yeah. Wow. That's All great. Right. I'm not that far yet. I'm only in season one. Okay. Yeah. You'll know it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> but Glenn has changed quite a bit and really yeah, grown Glenn's into actually his pretty. goobery. So it's actually almost like a compliment. That's true. So have I. All right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Lorraine says, the word nosh completely grosses me out. When I hear it, I think of mushy, slimy food sloshing around in someone's mouth. Weren't we just talking about nosh? that gross sound earlier? That was before the mics came on, yeah. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. We were, right? The nosh? That makes you think of slosh? What is nosh? It's like a Yiddish word. For like a, a nosh, like a small eat. snack, oh. yeah. It's like a belly warmer. Nosh sounds I've delicious. I've never heard belly warmer. Yeah, it kind of warmer. sounds comforting, a nosh. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be. I made okay. my finest nosh. That's just you. <laughs> this person. I'm no. sure it's not just her, but... No one's ever said, I made my finest <laughs> nosh. <laughs> I don't think they have. But wait, Gary just Come referred over. to something as a belly warmer. Have you guys heard that term before? No, but I like it. No, but it sounds also like something I'd enjoy. <laughs> you would? <laughs> I'm sure I hear belly warmers more of a uh, as like as alcohol, like they call al- some alcohols belly warmers. Oh, yeah. I've never had that then. Yeah. Oh well, I can see that. All right, B. Slammon says, "Thanks to Twitter, I have all but given up on double spacing after a period. The punctuation, not lady probs, Gary. Yes, there's no need. <laughs> totally, the double space after period yeah, is a Gary. thing of the past. It's done in Mad Men days. They." Double spaced after period, but no more. I still do it. I still do it in emails, not on Twitter. I know Gary, Gary and I are, I think, the only ones that do it because yeah, I notice I when Gary does it too. And now it's noticeable. Like it, I look at sentences and I think that is way too much space between sentences. The only time the double space was useful was in high school and college writing Trying papers. Fill, fill space. Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Correct. Did you because switch that, into courier font? Courier yeah. Yeah. That would be great. No, that one was that one was a little too obvious. Yeah. yeah. It, I definitely I can't remember Still which one I found, but I definitely found one that had, you know, maybe like one and a half words mm-hmm. less yeah. per line on it. So you that or more it was great. You had to adjust the space between letters from like one to one point one five. That I, was that was a good trick. I That's needed it nice. so bad that I would do you know uh, that trick that you put like like New York in the and then the next line the summertime and it looks like you just read New York in the summertime because no, the I at don't. the end of a sentence and then the at the beginning of the the next line it lo- like with the way you read it it looks, I never knew about so you this. actually put subliminal yeah like, extra messages. words I would, oh my I would, God. yeah That's I had crazy. tricks or like. I, I was like, um, I remember. Uh, You've taken this to a because I was already thinking like, wow, Gary, that's a little bit, a little bit um, on the edge to be yeah. messing with the spacing between words. But you've taken this to a whole new level, Chris. Yeah, spacing on the words is pretty mellow. <laughs> well, to me, like entry level. What are what, I mean? This is not really cheating. What's well, the word for what this is? Okay, entry level cheating or what it is, what or what have you. Stretching the rules, fudging know. with the rules. Yeah, yeah. entry level copying fu- off somebody. I'm just entry level fudgery. Yeah, would be changing the font. <laughs> I feel like a that's <laughs> a step beyond that. Is adjusting the. I think it might actually be called kerning. There's like a there's a word for the space in between letters. It might not be kerning though. But adding whole new words because you trust that the teacher won't notice it. It's oh, I, impressive. Um, yeah, my. Uh, like uh, I remember when I was uh, in elementary school, our punishment if we forgot to do homework was we'd have to write the Gettysburg Address by hand. And I did it so much that I pretty much memorized it. 
And then in order to shorten it, because it took forever to do that, uh, I would take like like when the word the would come up again, and then I'd go down like you know like ten lines down, and I find another the and start it from there. And no way the teacher would mem- who would memorize the Gettysburg Address would know if I did it right or wrong. Do you have it memorized? No. Oh, not anymore. No, that's no fun. I know. Just as just as a kid, I remember one time, like we had a teacher, and he was like a badass, and he, our only thing was he we had to fill up this notebook with uh, like every day just writing this notebook i never did it and then three quarters into the semester he's like all right everybody come up i'm gonna bring you in one by one. get out of the room i'm gonna bring you in one by one you're gonna show me this notebook that you've been completing if you did every if you did it every day you're you're done for the, you're done for the semester you're getting a you don't have to come in and um so this girl goes in and she comes back out and she's like she he didn't even check so I have this empty notebook in my hand, and I walk in there. I'm like, like I'm like the fourth one in, and he's like, "So, did you do everything?" And I worded it like, "You know, I didn't, I didn't do that last one. Just, you know, it didn't get to me. But I did everything else. Like, I just forgot to do that last one. Like I, the way I worded it, where I don't know, I don't even know what I'm saying this, but he grabs a notebook from my hand, and at this point, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do now. It's like if he opens that, he's gonna see an empty notebook, and I have no explanation." I don't know what I'm doing. He grabs it, looks at me, gives it back. He's like, all right, you got an A. Get out of here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. And I walked out of that class, and I swear I did a moonwalk down the hall. And I pretty sh- and like I got a, like, a little bit of applause, but more of just everyone hates me look. <laughs> and, wow. What yeah. class was this? It was like an English class in college. That's crazy. Yeah, like a creative writing class. Yeah, and I – I totally. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'm obviously. I'm proud of that kind of. But at the same time, it's like I understand. You know, I didn't learn anything, so whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> just journaling anyway, right? Why? Why wouldn't he look in the notebooks? I don't know. I don't know if it was like a, some weird test, but he ethical test. Yeah, he was a weird teacher, but uh, and he was he was like a hard ass too. And but the second that that first girl came out and said he didn't even look. Like, for some reason, my head was, I'm going to do this. Oh, my gosh. I would and have I did been it. sweating. And, yeah. so and I was uncomfortable even listening to Me it. Me, too. Yeah. Ugh. So that happened. Uh, yeah. He probably fancies himself some kind of, like, Judge Judy person who can totally tell if someone's lying based yeah, on looking like, at them. Right. right. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> Laura Broder says, whenever I hear half-calf, half-caffeinated, I think half-calf, half of a baby cow. I don't, but now I will. That's pretty cute. I've just never heard half calf before. That, oh, you haven't? No. Oh, I've heard that. But, I think I've oh, heard yeah, it more in movies than in real life. Hmm. But I have heard it in real life. Yeah, sometimes, no, no one do her half calf. Really. Sometimes at um, fast food restaurants, when they have caffeine-free Diet Coke and Diet Coke, I will half calf it. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know, because I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't have as much caffeine today. You need like probably one more, half. one more drink so in there, and it's like, a suicide. <laughs> Why is it called that? Uh, I don't know. I've always wondered that. Uh, wait, is it true that if you mix uh, co- Coke and Seven Up is a suicide, right? I think it's a little bit of everything. Is yeah, a suicide. I thought it was yeah, one, like, like a yeah. squirt yeah. of everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like you're on a piano and you go, but with a soda machine. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, yeah. it's, there's a word for it, but I forget. It's like a. Thrrr. I used to do that on the. The piano over and over. <laughs> I would play Nadia's theme, and there's a part where it goes like, and I like ripped the skin off of my finger. I mean, it was fine. It just wow. it was sort of like a bad, like the opposite of a blister. I'm sure you had a neighbor who was just thrilled about that <laughs> between that and <laughs> drumming. <laughs> All right, Megan says, "Just me or everyone? When I eat some snacks, PB and J, chocolate chip cookies, brownies, I have to eat 
with a glass of milk, just like when I was a kid. I don't have that, but Daniel likes to have a glass of milk if he's eating chocolate. I'm just going to say, before the show, I saw Kevin Nealon pour himself a glass of milk as he was enjoying those uh, delicious cookies that were brought here. And really? I thought, I never would have thought to do that, but I'm kind of jealous that he did that. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't drink milk right before going on I swear to God, he did. He poured a big glass of milk. If anybody would, He didn't even sound extra phlegmy or mucusy. He was great. And again, I'm just jealous. I I wish I thought of that first. Yeah. But are there, got that are there first. certain foods you don't have before going on air? Well, dairy. Dairy is that like I know before you sing, like they're like singer. Yeah. Some singers are crazy about it. And then I had uh, a teacher that she's like, if you're a good singer, you're going to sing well. Don't like whatever you drink doesn't matter. And then she downed her diet coke and went about her way. Oh yeah, so. well, that was her rationalization <laughs> for her I, coke. I was surprised <laughs> when I did voiceover stuff. And Jen, I know that you do voiceover stuff all the time, so I'm curious your experience. But when I did it, it was an animated web series. Um, or actually, I'm not sure if it's. I don't know if it's. A, I don't know where it's going to end up. An animated series. Um, the pilot of it and they had like all kinds of drinks and food and snacks and all sorts of stuff i expected it would like just be water and tea with honey and lemon and um cough drops or something there's all kinds of whoa i have a frog in my throat there's all kinds of weird um concoctions you can do there's like this um what did they call it what did this girl i met this chinese girl who did voiceovers and she I can't remember what she called it, but it was some sort of Chinese medicine concoction that she would drink right before. And she said it tasted awful, but always cleared up her throat. But for me, I just, um, I really should not drink as much soda as I do because I know it really isn't good for your voice. Um, but you shouldn't throw it away either. <laughs> Sorry. <continue. laughs> yes, I did hear the little trash can sound too. <laughs> but I do, when I was singing a lot more than I am now, I would I would go off of soda, and I would only drink room temperature water. I hear, yeah, I hear room temperature is a lot better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's psychological or not, but... But the taste of, like, I don't like the taste of tea or, like, honey, herbal tea. It's All that stuff kind of, kind of grosses me out. So every once in a while, if I'm sick, I'll do the tea thing. But for the most part, it's just room temperature water. I've seen a singer down, like, one of those, uh, like, honey... Like honey, the one that's shaped like a bear, mm-hmm. you just squeeze it into his throat mid, oh, like like How during the bridge. How can that be good for you? <laughs> Let's so like just coating your throat with honey. I don't know. Ew, it, it can't be like good for you. That's some bad technique there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was one of those bands. You remember? Like it's obviously I don't think it's that popular now. Where it was just all like screaming, like oh. but uh, like a, a guy like doing high pitched screaming for the entire song. <laughs> oh. Those but, it's the like, days. but it's like heavy guitars and, and then, you know, a guy just screaming. Wasn't the beautiful you even... ballad piano behind <laughs> you, you think you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it, um, there's that, whatever, I think it's called hardcore. They call it hardcore mm. or, or post-hardcore. Um, yeah, and I guess that's, I mean, that's really bad for your throat, so he would just, like, down honey. I remember I played an acoustic show. I, for some reason, I was on a, the wrong bill. And it was just me and my acoustic guitar, and I played. I like played in the middle of one of those shows. Of a hardcore set. Oh no! <laughs> and it was just like, why don't you cry more? <laughs> it's like stuff like the entire show is it's awful. Wow. But at the same time, it's like you guys are yelling like girls. I mean, sure, your music's a little like rougher, but you're screaming in the highest pitch you can possibly scream. I mean, didn't emo come out of hardcore? I think it may, like... might have been the other way around. Oh really? Well, what I'm saying is they have a relationship with emo anyway. So. Right. Yeah. It's anyway, all emotion <laughs> anyway, right? That's yeah. right. 
All music's emo. <laughs> Todd Hoyer says, in waiting room, therapists don't want to make eye contact with anyone, but secretly want to see how crazy the others are. Yes, I never. I remember when I used to go to a therapist that had a waiting room, not wanting to engage in conversation, and the, but also trying to like assess, like, why is this person coming here? I always thought that's what the magazines were actually for. It was to divert the fact that you actually are staring at everybody else. No one's actually reading the magazines <laughs> yeah. in those waiting rooms. They're highlights. Don't, don't most how therapists have a separate entrance and exit to avoid just this exact problem well like if you're really sick and coughing up stuff but it doesn't matter then, like then a... you wouldn't go to a therapist <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. i mean that's maybe right. you would in addition yeah but, but if you i bet but, but, but in everybody's head in that waiting room <laughs> who's waiting in the therapist's office it's look as normal as possible look as normal as possible wait do Is they it? i've never thought... been to one who had a separate entrance and exit that's I smart if they do the only one that i've ever been to was like a single practice so there wasn't there wouldn't be a need for a waiting room. I mean, there mm-hmm. was a waiting room, but when you left, you didn't leave through it because the next person was presumably sitting out there waiting. I've always breezed like past people. Bathrooms with the double doors? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, actually, now I think about it, I've never been to a therapist's office. Well, I haven't either, but Not I just surprising. thought, is it really like... Do you feel like you're a crazy person if you're at a therapist? Because I feel like therapy is very normal. No, you to feel me. like every other person is oh, crazy. Okay. Person. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to be here. It's like a total. Okay. Great. No, like I'm here doing some maintenance with that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. No, the guy. We just became friends. Want to talk? Uh, Christina says, "Just me or everyone? Find myself correcting improper spelling and grammar with a pencil whenever I read a book." Um, hmm. I feel like you should be a copy editor, and yeah. no, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't either. Do that. Yeah, some people get paid to do that. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I wonder if this person knows that. This could be their calling. I'm just impressed she has a pencil. And yeah, reads books thinking. not digitally, because I only read on my Yeah, that's true. I, it is a I chore for me now. to find yeah. a pencil, and usually I fail. Yeah. I'm all about the mechanical pencil. Really? Mm-hmm. Although... I can lately. I'm having trouble finding them, and I pull out a bunch of pens before I find my mechanical pencils that I'm trying to find. I can never do the mechanical pencils because I like mash the the pencil into whatever I'm writing, and the, the mechanically to be yeah. like a very dainty writer. Try writing in like just one of those old school uh, Ticonderoga pens, like a number pencils. two pencil. Yeah, they, they actually feel really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and the, even the smell of it after you sharpen it, it. I don't know. There's something about it. Where do you even find a pencil sharpener these days? It's nostalgic. You know, I went to – I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But I went to Staples to get something else the other day. They had a pencil sharpener that was like a like a power pencil sharpener, which I remember from back in the day. It had nine fucking slots that you could use all at the same time. Who the hell – like what kind of a fucking pencil comic book artist? But they were like – they were spread in like this weird like curved array. So it's not even like you could hold like five at the same time in one hand and do them. No, it's, I feel like that's nine different people. But the thing was like this big. All the little yeah. kids All made sharpening for a baseball at the team. same yeah. time. I just – I couldn't believe it. Like I stopped and looked at it. very like, dangerous. Why is <laughs> this necessary? It's, it's so um, – because you remember you're, you're in class and like one of the biggest excuses to get up was mm-hmm. to sharpen your pencil. Remember when they had the, the ones that you'd crank? Oh, yeah, those right. are my wow. favorite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. You know what I don't like is finding an old pencil and the eraser has turned into um, whatever happens to an old eraser. It's like petrified basically. Yeah, and then like you rub it along the page and it just leaves a smudge. Mm-hmm. It's a sad, sad experience. Now, finding a good eraser on a pencil is, is half the battle. 
I wonder if they still sell those little erasers that are like hats for your pencil. Yeah, I think <laughs> they, they do. do. Yeah, those are cute. Yeah, they everybody's everybody's pencils used to be all modded out with like the comforter thing mm-hmm. over yes. it and the-, <laughs> the little grip thing. I kind of miss school supplies. School I do su- too. Buying school supplies was the best part of the year. I love it. I, I, I walked through Staples for about an hour last week and didn't buy anything. <laughs> just window shopping. I like. I just like office supplies. I don't know why. I, I really like being around office supplies. You should consider a job in the secretarial services. Are we still recording? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> NCOP says, just mirror everyone. At the supermarket, when using self-checkout, I race the other customers. No, I don't do that. But I've already explained I try to avoid self-checkout. Yeah, I, I've never raced somebody. I'm usually just standing there flummoxed at how everyone else is taking this long. Because every time you check out something, it's like, please see an attendant or attendant will assist you. Just, it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's... No, no, not every time, but... Yeah, like, I get any, like, fresh not, vegetables or booze. No, you can't do booze. Booze can't aren't allowed. Booze but, oh, okay. Like, and I, I don't think of myself as, like, one of the dumb people that takes forever, but sometimes it just happens to me, and I have to wait for this attendant who has to assist all three other people first and then come to me just to enter their code, and, and they won't explain why. I, like, I don't know. That's why I don't want to do it. I don't want to be stranded. Wait, holding people up, waiting for yeah. someone to come by. It's what a helpless feeling. It's too much pressure. It, it sounds it like a lot of pressure, actually. Because I'm the kind of person, if there's a, just one bathroom, there's a long line for it, and I'm in line, I will feel stressed out when I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. God I know, forbid I, I like it's anything too. other than number one. No kidding. Yeah, that's the real stress. I mean, they're just, it can't. If it's your period, you have no choice. Right. Any sort of number two action, you just can't. I mean, unless you're dying. Right. Unless it's an emergency. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then it's like, sorry, we're going into this for just one second. <laughs> I bought something. Uh, I forget what it was, but it's not important. I, I, at, at Ralph's. And I just immediately just went to the express checkout line. And this lady in front of me had like 30 things. And I just want to look. And the guy was just doing it, whatever. But, I mean, it's like 10 items or less. Like, who the fuck do you think you are, lady? <laughs> like, it's. I wanted to say that, but I just went to a different line, like a, like one of the regular ones, and it was actually shorter. But, I mean, does that even matter anymore, Gary? <laughs> Don't know. We live in a world where people do not respect the 15 and under rule. I, f- I feel like they do at my grocery store, but I guess I if haven't I had been 16, around. If I I wouldn't go. Yeah, I have always made a point to, like, count in the basket <laughs> well, to I make sure. Well, I repeatedly if I'm going to go there, yeah. Was there anyone else in line with you? What do you mean? Because maybe the checker was like, oh, I'll take you yeah, really fast. I've got sometimes. no one here. Oh. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a good thing you didn't say anything yeah. rude to that woman. <laughs> you would have felt really bad. Yeah. What I was going to say yes. before you change the subject away from gross things is. I this was is very just, appreciative of that. <laughs> sorry. We're going back. Right. Too bad. It's all right. <laughs> this is kind of a just mirror everyone. Before you embark on a number two situation, you never know. This could take 20 seconds. This could take a lot longer than that. You just don't really know what you're dealing with till you're dealing with it. Till the first like, when, five seconds. When you're pooping? Is that <laughs> what? what? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, We're talking about pencils, Jenna. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You might feel the urge. Oh, I see. Poop, I see. And but it might be take. It might take. You a don't long know. Time yeah, time. it's like you. You don't. It's not like oh, I'll be in and out in a jiff. You don't know what you're dealing with yet. That for me, that's how it is. Yeah, I, the, I can see that, but I am I. This, this is just going to be a TMI. I go fast. I'm like in and out no matter, no matter what. what. No I, matter what. I <laughs> try. I mean, very rarely does it take a long time for me. Good for you. 
I just think that this interest. I think it's interesting that this show opened with really hot pupusa talk, and now we're talking about poo poo. <laughs> and Pa-poo-poo don't forget talk. hot wallet and he yeah. talk too. Oh man, just gets better. All right, are you guys more with me or are you more with Jenna? On the poop and fast, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> it's more like whether it's predictable or not. Right. Mm. I guess it is very unpredictable. I I would say nine out of ten times I'm fast, but I'm just saying I don't – I can't bank on that. Well, then I'm with you. I'm back on your team. I just think the only thing I want to add to this is if you have to stink up the bathroom and there's a huge line, there's (laughs) nothing wrong with when you come out, you just go, wasn't me. A guy in front of me did it. Like You can easily pass that off. I don't think you have to be worried about that because nobody knows. Can't prove it. Unless you're noisy. I don't think that cashier called that lady over to his line because who, if you worked the express line, you wouldn't call someone with like 20 items to your line. You would. I've seen it done. All right. All right. Me. Joseph Leonardo says, if I'm walking in public and I realize I'm walking the wrong way, I act like I have a text that tells me to turn around. I just do a lot of turning around and that's I just think awesome. I don't care. I think that's only happened to me in like New York because I don't know the streets very well. I understand that there's a grid and the numbers, but... Every, I mean, every time I'll inevitably be walking the wrong way and then see the numbers and go, shit, I got to go back. But in L.A., I feel like I'm always going where I need to go. I don't really have that experience. I'm much more apt to get lost in Los Angeles. Not that I ever do, but I don't think I've ever been lost in New York. Well, there you go. That's why we're different. We're like magnets. You don't, well, it's because you, you know what? It's because you don't do numbers. <laughs> that too. Well, like, that's exactly. true. Very true. It does not really work Very if you true. don't do the numbers. That's true. Right. It's kind of based on numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. Sputin Savage says, just me or everyone, dislike when people use and when saying the year, i.e. 2014. It's 2014, dumbass. Did you say 19 and 99 in 1999? Hmm. Um, I just want to tweet said dumb arse, it which did. I did like. Yeah, dumb arse. Um, I don't know if I have a strong feeling about this one. What is it when, you know, on wedding invitations, when they write out the year, mm-hmm. do you have to? Is it 2014? Is that the formal correct? I think it probably is. I think it they is, put too. put a lot like, in, like, starts at 4 and 30 or right. whatever. Right, it's super confusing. I was told by a math professor in college that if you're writing out numbers, the word and is the equivalent to a decimal point. Oh. So 2014 would be 20.14. Oh. Hmm. Maybe 2014. I don't know if that <laughs> applies to wedding <laughs> etiquette or whatever, but in a mathematical term, that was what he told us all. It was like one of his biggest lessons. Like, mm. It was one of his biggest pet peeves. And it was like, if you're taking nothing else away from this class, you're taking that. And mission accomplished. There you go. That was Passed all that wisdom on. That makes sense. Like 2,147 and five, right? Five what? I don't know. Cents. Your, your math yeah. professor is wrong. <laughs> cents. Five cents. Like if it was dollar amount. All right. You're writing out a check for, let's say, $1,700. <laughs> this those are the kind of checks you write. Seventeen hundred yep. and zero zero over a hundred. Yeah. No, but do you write seventeen hundred or do you write one thousand seven hundred? I've done both. Either way, uh, you I write... do one thousand. <laughs> As have I. I do yeah. one thousand. Either way, you write and where the decimal point would be, right? Oh yeah, yeah I'm just I'm just polling to see which one you guys would write. Yeah, whatever's shorter. Mm, I'd write one thousand seven hundred and. That would be my instinct. Although I know for a fact that I recently wrote a check where I totally wrote it out the blank hundred. I'm not gonna say how much. Come on, <laughs> people didn't know. Baller. Do you guys balance your checkbook? No, 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 no. Yeah, I I use my checkbook for <laughs> one thing, and that's rent. Yeah. Rent. Yep. I don't yeah. have a checkbook. You don't? No. How do you pay rent? Uh, I just go to the bank cash. and get a cashier's check every mm. month. Yeah, 
I usually oh. need to do some banking. I just center it all around that. Hmm. Smart. Hey. All right. I for a long time I was using Bill Pay, where it just you oh go yeah, and you enter in and they mail it for you. But now mm. I have to split it, so I need to go one envelope. Damn it, Kalen. Telling me. What's that now? <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Highly, highly invested in the show, you can tell. <laughs> Anything to add to poop, grocery, or money number check talk? I only use my checks for rent, too. <laughs> there you go. I feel like we're getting to know him so much we, more each week. Yeah, I love it. We should have a Kalen's Corner, just a section dedicated as long as you ask me the questions, though. <laughs> Sounds like a hard-hitting and energetic <laughs> segment, Matt. Yeah. Kaylin's Drop dog, get on that. I love Kaylin. <laughs> we all love Kaylin. Of course. That's why we give him a hard time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. I feel like Chris uh, doesn't really love Kaylin. I don't. I mean, the fact that you said that is making me wonder now. Hmm? Keep wondering. <laughs> Kaylin, do you feel loved by Chris? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Kaylin knows we all love him. Yeah. All right. Um... Looking around here, you know what I'm noticing? I'm noticing some furry faces. And mm. Matt, Jenna. I don't, Gosh, I really am sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, I realize that that is a look that many of you are going for, but probably... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're not there yet? You're striving towards it. Ah. <clears throat> no, I mean, some of you are. I'm not going to say who. But I'm just saying that if you need to do some grooming of your face or your body or, you know, what have you, I would recommend the No-No Pro. I love the No-No Pro because it is super easy, super convenient, and it is painless. You don't have to spend your money and your time getting laser hair removal treatments or waxing. Or Waxing in particular is super painful and it's really messy. Um, don't spend your time doing that. Spend your time going to the bank like Gary and get a No-No Pro. It removes coarse and thick hair more effectively than ever before. So it's a great choice for guys. I know more and more men are starting to use the No-No. Um, so for them... Well, and for everyone, actually, Rec- I would recommend the No-No Pro. Uh, what you do is you just, it's this little device about the size of a cell phone. Um, you just run it along your skin. It removes the hair. It slows down the regrowth of the hair the more you use it. And you can watch it as it works. The No-No Pro has this is the little piece of plastic that it is in front of the actual thing that removes the hair is now translucent. So you can watch it happening as it happens. It's like a restaurant that has an open kitchen and who doesn't love that? Um, and there's up to five treatment levels. You can customize your treatment. Um, you guys, there's a special exclusive offer for my listeners. Just go to No No Pro Best Friend or call 800 336 1665. Again, that's No No Pro Best Friend or 800 336 1665. No No Pro works on all skin types, all hair colors. It's safe and effective for both men and women. And here's what you get in the exclusive offer for you guys you get the No No Pro device, you get a facial kit, you get the travel case. It's very snazzy, by the way. You get a free gift card if you order online, and the entire purchase is backed by Nono's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try Nono today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Thank you guys so much for Thank doing you, the Allison. show. Thank, Thank you. you, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Thank wow. you, Allison. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, you guys. <laughs> you are welcome. Um, and thank you all so much for listening and for writing in and for telling a friend and for just being awesome. And honestly, you guys are, are a community and um, I want to meet all of you in person one day. But in the meantime, I love talking to you guys on Twitter. You want to meet them all in one day. Yeah. 
wow. in person in one day. Long day. I just want to get, I want to just, I'm efficient, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we can spread it out over many days. You know, whatever works best with your schedule. As if long as gonna... it's after 9 a.m. We've made, yeah. <laughs> okay, for the record. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was 8.30 a.m. I'm, <laughs> I'm just teasing. It was. I think it was eight thirty a.m. that I was complaining about. It was totally Before different nine. than nine. Yeah. yeah, nine is different. Anyway, um, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. Did I just kick you, Jenna? No. Okay, I kicked yeah. something, but Ow. it was not a person. <laughs> it was not me. So that's good. Um, and also, we have a ringtone available. Hey. Hey. Go fuck yourself. We explained before that this will revolutionize your love life. And it's just a fun thing to have. You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself in the iTunes store. Sorry, search it on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have a special bonus episode available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival with uh, Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and a bunch of us. And it is super fun. You can get that. It's $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. For Gary, go to at G. Patrick Smith. Kalen's not on Twitter. It's not his style. Matt. Go to therewillbespoilers.com. This week, there will be no new episode. Didn't release one. But what uh, a great plug. Yeah, you like that? But here's what, what I'll say. I'm going to pull down. Chris. I'm going to pull Chris. I'm going to plug another show. I mentioned a while ago I had a friend on my show who did shrooms on The Price is Right. <laughs> this American Life actually interviewed my friend, and he's in this week's episode telling that story. So, But uh, you got the exclusive first, or you just know him? Oh, I just know him. I've been friends with him since we were little kids. But uh, it's pretty fun to hear a good friend on This American Life telling a ridiculous story. So you should listen to that. All right, thanks. Chris? Gary's laughing. Um, I don't know why, but... So for all you people out there who aren't good friends with this guy... <laughs> yeah, hear the story. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so that's pulling a Chris? Yeah, like plugging a different oh. person's show? Okay. You do that. So I want to plug my show now. Um, <laughs> uh, a, a couple episodes ago, we talked about a girl who cut my hair drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, she cuts hair very great sober as well, so I just want to give her a little plug. Uh, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Weber at Gloss Salon in uh, Los Alamitos. So if you're in Orange County you want to get a haircut... Uh, go to the Gloss Salon and uh, look for – ask for Elizabeth Weber. Now, does she specialize in otter hair? Oh, like yes. Yeah, <laughs> these otter locks. She's the only one that can do it. Your yeah. hair does – I mean, I feel like there's added volume stop, and – Well, stop looking. I didn't do it today. I was complimenting your hair. Oh, thank I was you. just saying that ever since she cut it, I've just been I'm noticing just there's just – it's just really like oh, you turned good. up the volume in your hair. Oh, she, she, she turned up the volume to 11 yeah. on my hair. And uh, and she's she's good, so check her out. And if you need a haircut, mention mention that you heard it here. I don't think it'll get you anything, but but why uh, not? Yeah, why yeah not? let's track it, Jenna. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?
Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by Nono. To get your Nono and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. And just a reminder, this show was sponsored by blueapron.com. That's blueapron.com slash Allison. Go to blueapron.com slash Allison.